Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day three, and this is God's Big Story. Season two! <laughs> it's a story. It's big! Never boring. No way! For his glory. Always! It's God's Big Story. Welcome back, boys and girls. It's Wednesday, it's day three, and that means, well, we are halfway through our first week of season two. Hi, everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin, the friendly, curious cow. So, Dave, it's Wednesday. Now, is that still going to be... Yep, it is, Marvin. Hey, it's Wednesday. Everything is okey-doke. Here... Comes Benjamin, and he's gonna tell us a joke. Hi, guys. Hi, Benjamin. Oh, it's sure good to be back, guys. My Moose Space page has been blowing up with folks wanting to know if there would still be jokes on season two. And I said, you bet there will. The jokes are the best bit. Well, Benjamin, I don't know if I would say they're the best bit. Here we go. Get ready to laugh, everyone. Here it comes. So, which... Two books of the Bible are most distracting. Oh, I don't know, Benjamin. Which two books of the Bible are most distracting? Obadiah and Luke. Uh, Obadiah. Uh, I, I don't get it, Benjamin. It's because when you're trying to read, they keep saying, Luke Obadiah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 you get it, Dave? Yeah, because when you say them together... Kind of sounds like look over there. Yeah, look Obadiah. <laughs> oh, that's a good one, Benjamin. Yeah, thank you, Benjamin. Oh, yeah, no problem, guys. You keep podcasting. I'll keep bringing the funny. <laughs> okay. Well, Marv, yesterday we finished up Obadiah, which means today, of course, we start a new book. Oh, yeah. So that means... Yeah, it sure does. Hit it, Dave. <laughs> Sit down, relax, let's have no interruptions. <laughs> it's time for book introduction. Yeah, it's me, the <laughs> Okay, guys, so today we are starting our first epistle or letter. Yeah, and we are going to read from the book of First Thessalonians. Yeah, <laughs> now remember the three questions we always want to ask about what we are going to read? Oh, yeah, yeah. So we want to know who wrote it, who is he writing to, and what was the third one? Oh, yeah, yeah, what was going on? Ah, yes, very good, Marvin. <laughs> okay, so First Thessalonians. Well, who wrote it? Easy, Paul did. Ha. Now, we should remember Paul from season one. We spent a lot of time in the book of Acts, reading about all his adventures. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Paul, he was that guy. He was kind of hunting Christians, huh? Trying to have them all put in prison or killed. Yeah, and then he met Jesus on the road to Damascus, and he was blinded, but then God opened his eyes, and then he just went about all over the place telling people about Jesus, you know, even though it got him in all sorts of trouble, and he almost got killed a bunch of times, but yeah, he just kept going. Yeah, that's right, that is the fellow. Now, in season two, we're going to read 21 different epistles. Yeah, and Paul wrote 14 of them. <laughs> so it's good that we know who he was and what kind of stuff he was getting up to, yeah? <laughs> okay, okay, so that's who wrote it, Paul. So question two, Professor, who was he writing to? 
Okay, well, the clue is in the name, Marvin. <laughs> First and second Thessalonians, there are letters to the church, God's people, in a place called Thessalonica. <laughs> or if you're an American, you might say Thessalonica. <laughs> oh, you Americans are crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, we read about Paul visiting Thessalonica back in Acts chapter 17. Yeah. So he tells the people there about Jesus, but then he has to leave because some of the Jewish people in the city, well, they get angry and jealous because people are becoming the Christians, yeah? So they grab a bunch of Christians and they make up stuff about them to get them in trouble with the Romans, yeah? So Paul and his friend Silas, they have to sneak away at night time, yeah? Because they are in great danger. Okay, so Thessalonica... Well, it's maybe not an easy place to be a Christian then, sounds like. Oh, that's right, yeah. So, that's the answer to the question number three. What is going on? Well, the church in Thessalonica, it's a pretty young church, you know, a new group of believers living in a place where being a Christian could be very dangerous. <laughs> and that is what we should remember as we read the book. Okay, that's great. Thanks, Professor. So, well, boys and girls, let's jump right in. Okay, okay. So, Dave, who's reading for us today? Well, today it's one of the jingle guys, Josh. Now, boys and girls, this is an epistle, a letter, of course, so Paul starts most of his letters with a greeting. And so that's what we're reading today, Paul's greeting. Now, Paul really cared about these people in Thessalonica, but listen out, why is Paul proud of them? And what has he heard about them that makes him very happy? Okay, gotcha, Dave. So why is Paul proud of them? And what has made him so happy? Okay, got it. I'll listen. Okay, so, hi, Josh. Hey, Dave and Marvin. Wow. Series 2, day 3. The stakes are high for this one. Hey, wait. What now? Did you say something about stakes? Oh, uh, n- never mind. 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 1 to 10. I, Paul, am writing this letter. Silas and Timothy join me in writing. We are sending this letter to you, the members of the church in Thessalonica. You belong to God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. May grace and peace be given to you. We always thank God for all of you. We keep on praying for you. We remember you when we pray to our God and Father. Your work is produced by your faith. Your service is the result of your love. Your strength to continue comes from the hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. Brothers and sisters, you are loved by God. We know that he has chosen you. Our good news didn't come to you only in words. It came with power. It came with the Holy Spirit's help. He gave us complete faith in what we were preaching. You know how we lived among you for your good. We and the Lord were your examples. You followed us. You welcomed our message even when you were suffering terribly. You welcomed it with the joy the Holy Spirit gives. So you became a model to all the believers in the lands of Macedonia and Achaia. The Lord's message rang out from you. That was true not only in Macedonia and Achaia. Your faith in God has also become known everywhere. So we don't have to say anything about it. The believers themselves report the kind of welcome you gave us. They tell about how you turned away from the statues of God's. And you turn to serve the living and true God. They tell about how you are waiting for his son to come from heaven. God raised him from the dead. He is Jesus. He saves us from God's anger 
and his anger is sure to come. Thanks, Josh. So, Marvin, did you get an answer? Why was Paul proud of the Thessalonians, and what had he heard about them? Okay, okay, well, it seemed like Paul was proud of them because they believed and followed Jesus, you know, even when it meant that they had to suffer, huh? And he said the Lord's message was going out from them, so I guess they were telling other people about Jesus too, huh? Yeah, that's right. Very good. And then he was so happy because he was hearing from other Christians from other places about how well they were following Jesus. You know, how they turned away from false gods and how they were waiting for Jesus and serving him and, you know, all that good stuff. Excellent, Marvin. Yep, these believers in Thessalonica, well, they had a rough time. But they weren't giving up. They were following Jesus together. And so much so that believers all over the place were hearing about it. Paul says that they were a model that other churches in other places could copy. Yeah, good job, Thessalonians. Yeah, for sure. They were Christians who realized that the good news about Jesus was so good that it was worth any amount of suffering on earth. Now, boys and girls, for most and maybe all of us listening today, well, we live in places where we don't have to suffer for being a Christian. People might make fun of us sometimes or call us names or think that we're silly, but we're not really in any danger for believing in Jesus. But we've talked about it before on season one. There are places in the world where being a Christian could get you killed or thrown into prison for the rest of your life. And maybe the most dangerous place in the whole world to be a Christian is a country called North Korea. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do remember you told us about that in season one, Dave. That's right. And it's good to keep talking about it so that we don't forget that if we're Christians, we have brothers and we have sisters who are in real danger and who are suffering for Jesus every single day. There are probably somewhere around 400,000 Christians in North Korea and somewhere around 50 to 70,000 of them who are in prison because of their faith in Jesus. Oh, wow, Dave. That is a lot of Christians in prison. Yeah, it sure is. So as we read about Paul, who's so proud of the believers in Thessalonica because of their believing and following Jesus, even though it brought them suffering, well, let's pray for our brothers and sisters in North Korea who are doing the same thing, following and trusting Jesus, even though it puts them in real danger and even though so many of them are suffering in prison. Let's pray that God will protect them and give them all the strength and courage they need so that they can keep on proclaiming the good news about Jesus just like the church in Thessalonica did. Amen, Dave. And, well, that is it for day three, boys and girls. We'll be back tomorrow to read the next section of First Thessalonians. Okay, great. Well, bye, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and Josh. For more information and further resources, visit woodendonkey.org.